This is episode five of the Unlimited Potential podcast about always being tired. And today, me, Rowan Deckers, is here joined by Gerard Deckers, and we are um, talking about a very interesting subject today. Yeah, it's a very interesting subject, and we, we've chosen it, uh, Rowan, because uh, in my practice, a lot of people are, um, well, maybe complaining about not having enough energy and always being tired. And so always being tired. It's a very practical, um, mm. uh, a very, so to say, wait, you're, I, I was thinking your microphone was a bit loud. Okay. Uh, Sorry. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, so it's um, definitely something that a lot of people will probably recognize because we literally saw, or while well, you literally saw that it's something that happens a lot. Mm. A lot of your clients in your psychology practice actually experience this, pro uh, this problem and yeah, come they, to you with that. Yeah, they experience this um, problem, but they don't know what the cause is, why they don't have the energy they need to go through everything they do every day. Mm -hmm. And this is one of the... Um, well, if you... Let me put it like this. If you don't make it really concrete, you constantly are being annoyed about the fact that you don't have enough energy. And it's easy to then, you know, just simply act on the lack of energy rather than the the core, the essence of why yes. you don't have a lot of energy. I mean, I I recognize that from parts of my life, I think. I mean, I think most people do. I don't know if you had periods like that yeah. or if you have been <laughs> productive since the day you were born. Well, um. <laughs> what, but, well, but this is very interesting because you connect the energy part to being productive or not. It, well, it makes it harder to be productive if you don't have a lot of energy, right? It's a simple... Uh... Yeah, but lots and lots and lots of us do everything they need to do and they do it so they are productive but at the end of the day they are exhausted yeah but in the end being tired of course is feels like a motivator for your body to do less right if you if you are tired you feel the need to to mm. take down take take it down a step right to to do less maybe you are indeed doing that maybe you're pushing through that tiredness because you have um, your job to do and because you need the income yeah, or you push um, through that's exactly you what push it is. through it yeah. but it shouldn't yeah. be pushing it shouldn't feel like pushing through because then it's i feel also that then it's gonna be make you even more tired because you're putting extra effort into yeah. doing the thing that you need to do because it also um i i guess you could say like um it, it's the same as running a marathon, right? Mm -hmm. We've I think we've made the example of a marathon before, but it's like running a marathon or running a marathon well, while you have to constantly um, pull something with you. Mm. Yeah. Right? So the, the, the running the marathon on its own might is very doable, especially if you've trained, but you know, you're also putting some weight on it here because you feel like you're, yeah, literally pushing something. Yeah, and it's, it, and then obviously <laughs> people ask, um, okay, Gerard, what what can I do 
about it. Like it's Could a, you it's just it's tell me what to do? Um, <laughs> like there's just a button you can you push and then like, oh, I feel so much energy now. Wow. Yeah, you are experienced. You've had so many clients. You must know what I should do. Yeah, yeah. Here, here's an instruction manual, step-by-step -step <laughs> guide on how to get energy. Follow these yeah. steps. No. It's, a, it's probably the essence of why we have energy drinks in, in uh, this day in uh, society. Mm. Because it's uh, like marketed, obviously, as like almost a fix. Like, oh, you don't have energy? There you go. Yeah, Cra yeah. Crack open this, uh, this bad boy and you'll be yeah. fine in 15 minutes. Yeah. And then in half an hour, you're going to crash again. <laughs> yeah, something like that. So, um, and... Um, I first always explain people that um, feeling vital, feeling energetic, you need to look at the, the, a couple of dimensions inside yourself to uh, detect where the cause is of your energy um, leaks. Mm -hmm. um, What's so unnecessarily consuming your, your energy? Uh, that comes after that, but okay. but first we 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 just explain or we we talk about the four dimensions of vitality. You have obviously your physical uh, vitality, physical health, yeah, physical health. You have your mental, mental vitality. Health. You have your emotional, social, social health, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and fourth, uh, your spiritual. Um, vitality or health or how people will call I, I we heard obviously a, a good synonym for it so I, because I understand that some people don't feel like the word spiritual they, they don't really mm. resonate with that so the other one is inspirational is what we heard right your yeah. inspirational yeah. health yeah very yeah that's definitely true because when we first um, communicated these four dimensions the fourth dimension we needed to sometimes change the wordings to get people accept that there is a fourth dimension mm -hmm. uh, spiritual uh, sometimes has a connection to religion etc and not everybody wants to uh, see that connection i feel that spiritual is personally i always felt like spiritual is very much related to your so-called purpose Hmm. So what that feeling of having a purpose on earth or that feeling of what you should do, that drive, that thing, um, hmm. that feels like that's the thing that you have to do in life. I feel like that's definitely in that fourth dimension. Yeah, that's, that's only a part be because it's also transcendent. It's also beyond the me, beyond I. So... Uh, you're, you're making it very uh, well spiritual. It's it's what it's the dimension is called. But yeah, I mean, for people that have never heard about this, it might be a little bit of a step too far to immediately start talking about what's beyond me in my fourth dimension of health. Mm. It's yeah, a bit of a tough one. Yeah, it is definitely a tough one. So you could almost <laughs> dedicate an entire podcast to just that. <laughs> we yeah, we could do that. Uh, and that's all, that, that, that's the reason why I I do sum up the four dimensions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but now we're going to make it very practical. Yeah. Be, um, because um, people want to just get started. And what can you do to get started? Um, what I ask people to do is to okay, um, 
could you please um, tell me what kind of person you are in relationship to what you do in life? So then he said, okay, well, I like to work with people or I like to work with tools or I'm a, I like to work with my hands or etc. So, so, so they tell me a little bit about who they are in relationship to what they do. And then, um, and then I ask them, okay, um, are these things you do during the week, are they all by choice? Are they all connected to who you are? Mm -hmm. And then very often people look at me with like a question mark in their in their in their eyes okay uh, interesting uh, but i studied this and that so i'm doing now that and that so yes but is it by choice is it by conscious choice that you do these activities during the week connected to who you are if you would have all the money in the world and mm -hmm. that wasn't the problem and you could do whatever you want, would you still do this? Yes. Is it? And then, and then still, again, ask yourself, am I putting my talents to use in my activities during the week? Yeah. But, but to make a good conclusion, you need to know where your talents lie and therefore, who you are as mm -hmm. a person. Mm -hmm. um, I know this from, from my own experience. Uh, um, um, I always was a psychologist, but I also work for some commercial yeah. companies. Yeah, yeah, yeah true. Yeah. And, um, and, and, and I was very good at project management and, and analyzing problems, etc., etc. but for a commercial purpose. So I was very good at it, mm -hmm. but was it really my purpose as a person? Mm -hmm. Did I really accumulate energy every time again when I did like these you, yeah, activities? Yeah, you gain energy by doing it. I did not. So then it's not really true. It's not really true to your core. No, no it's like it. it it's kind of in line with it. Like I, I do understand it very much. I've, I've. Um, before this, as we've talked about before, I came from the game art industry. Yes. So I used to do art for games. Um, and I had the same. It's probably one of the main reasons why I got uh, um, overworked at some point mm. um, and had to stop working for a couple of months to recharge that energy because in the end, it it was fun and I liked it. And it was a lot of, it was definitely something that fits me or at least elements of it fit me. But in the end, it didn't fit true to my core, which results mm. in it costing more energy than it uh, than it creates. Exactly. And because it costs more over time, even if that that uh, that balance is off by just like a, a, the slightest bit, like half a percent, it's off mm. to one side. Yeah. That the only thing that do is that does is um, push the deadline further away for when you're gonna get burned out. It just pushes away the deadline because if you're every week you're going negative 0.1%, that still means that in a thousand days, you're going to be out of energy. 
Yes. And like it doesn't matter if it takes if it brings you one percent down, two percent down, ten percent down. The only thing it does is move the deadline. Yeah, and and what the what the problem is that it is every time a little bit less. And when you are doing stuff that is connected to your personal talent, your personal me, your personal um, purpose, you accumulate energy. So it becomes more than less. And this is obviously what most people search for, but sometimes people think, oh, no, it needs, I need guts. I need um, the courage to choose um, to do what, what is really my talent. But I and think even, and even then, it's still hard. Like, you still see mm. people even say, so mentally taking this step, but not acting on it. So then go, like, I'm going to do this. Yeah. And then they don't. And then they still fall back into the, the, the slur, the, like the daily slur, the yeah, daily so, rut. Yeah, and, and in our coaching role, you know, we, we ask people, so why do you keep doing that? So why do you keep doing the work, activities that are not connected to your talent, to your personality? Why do you do that? And the most... The most times I get an answer, okay, oh, I really didn't really think that deep about that. That's just a part of my education or it's just, just a part of my education or I just need I money from, or I, just or I need, need the money. I need to pay my mortgage. So, and, 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 and people do want to give me money for what I do. So... I keep doing that. And, <laughs> and then I ask them, okay, very good. Are you now ready to make a different choice? Are you ready to make a different choice? Are you ready to look at the reason, the cause, why you are leaking energy every time again? And after that analysis or um, diagnosis are you going to um, put action into that are you going to do something different and to give people some perspective of what to do mm -hmm. <laughs> we have a, a small method obviously uh, you know them uh, we've talked about it in the in first episode of the podcast i think we've talked about it indeed yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it's a very difficult to translate. I think <laughs> list. I think we literally called it the wiggle list. The wiggle list. Oh, T tail wiggle yeah. list or the something like that. Tail wiggle list. I well, my dear listeners, uh, <laughs> we will explain. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. So, what is what is our simple methodology? So, the first thing I ask people to do to just write down all activities they do during the week just write them down underneath each other small like three four five words not too much just make a column and then words about what you do activities, activities just name yeah. them just name them underneath each other as many things as possible right? as many as possible um, business and personal just mix together 
doesn't matter. Just do everything you do. In the end, you're we're talking about your energy consumption, and your energy consumption doesn't um, it, it doesn't separate like oh now I'm <laughs> no. now I'm at home I don't have to work so now I use different energy. It's like, it doesn't work like that. So no, and um, it it doesn't discriminate. Energy management doesn't discriminate <laughs> between personal and business and, activities. And business, yeah. So you have the first list. Then. We have a second question. Does this activity accumulate energy or, or does it do you leak, leak energy? energy? Which and is also why we name it, why we, in <laughs> Dutch we name it the, 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 the tail wiggle list. In Dutch that is uh, a Um We call it that because obviously things that give you energy are what, what we like to call thing that, things that make your tail wiggle. Exactly. Things that make you happy to the core or happy to the core that, that resonate with you, with you to the core, just like dogs do, for example. That's why they wiggle exactly. their tail, because it exactly. feels like something they're excited about and that gives them energy. And, and what very important here is, is to make two columns yeah. next to them so that you have like, okay, I do uh, activity A, uh, accumulates energy. No, it... I lose energy on that one. And then you, yeah, so you, you put, put it into one of the two columns. Yeah, you yeah. put a cross there, like in the, in the list, in the column. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then you have a first analysis on how many activities are connected to your yeah. wiggling tail. Yeah. And then you have a insights, your first insights on on how to, to look at your daily activities. Oh, well, always when I see people coming into my practice, when they have a lack of energy, when they have too little energy, the list of tail wiggling activities during the week <laughs> is less. Yeah. Than the list. While, while like well, some things might, might uh, um, create more energy than others so yes some of the things may have a bigger impact than others hmm. and now we're just looking at like numbers which is not always completely fair but uh, let, let's just let's make it very clear the, the difference in the list is always noticeably big significant there is a, there's a big enough difference there to make a conclusion that it's not in the right balance yeah and then and then there is a fourth column and maybe a fifth, but first a fourth column. Most people who have who come to our practice or they have done it before they come to the practice or they've done it before this session, a social communication styles scan. So a scan on on on, on their social style. And why is this so important? Because in that scan, you also get insights on your psychological basic need. Yeah, so the things you you naturally prefer. Uh, yeah, or, or have an urge An for, urge for, yeah, yeah, yeah. A real urge. So, and this is a, a very interesting connection you're going to make now to all these activities. So on the fourth column, you, you, you put in, okay, is it connected to my psychological need? Yes or no, that activity. 
Why is it so important? There are like four <coughs> prototypical basic needs. You have people who are mainly result orientated in private and in business. You have people who are oriented, oriented by uh, personal uh, um, acknowledgements, recognition. recognition. You have the, the third is acceptance from the group. Yeah, acceptance from others. Yeah. And then the fourth one is uh, obviously safety and... Um, security. Security. Yes. Safety and security. I was yes. looking for the word. No, no, no. Okay. And these are um, four basic needs based on the theory of Jung. Yeah. And you can divide people in these four categories. Um, if you've done the scan, the social style scan, you, you can just put in the comments and ask us to, to give you a short scan. That's no problem. It's, it's, it's free. Um, it is very interesting to see if people know if, which activities are connected to the, the most, most basic psychological yeah, need. Yeah, yeah. So then you have a first good analysis. So you have a very good first analysis of, okay, these are my activities, and, 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 and this is something I accumulate energy on, yes or no, and is it connected, yes or no, to my psychological need. And then you have first insights, and very often is, well, it's surprising for a lot of people that they have so little tail-wiggling crosses um, connected to all their activities. Yeah. yeah. And so then, uh, on the first layer, you already <laughs> notice like I have way less tail wiggling than I have things that cost me energy. And then you also realize that not a lot of those things line up with your psychological needs. Yes. It's very, yes. Inter very interesting to see how much that... Uh, and, then th and then something really interesting comes into place. It is not, I am not in control of these activities. It is my social environment that, di that dictates, dictates yeah. that I do what I do. This is what people say. That's what they say. Yeah. And that's the main reason why they say, okay, Gerard, very interesting analysis we did now. Okay, very good. But, but I can't. I but can't I just change this. I can't yeah, just I can. do this or do that. Or, and that is what we call. Uh, yeah, the English word. I'm I'm stuck with the it's Dutch a limiting word. Belief. Limiting beliefs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So people are um, stuck in not taking any action to change it because, because they it is, think it, it, they have no control yeah. over choosing which activities to do and which because activities it is not it to do. is a limiting belief because it's literally if you if you dissect the word limiting belief it's a a thing that you believe that limits you and in the end that's what what happens here because say for example you say hey but i i can't just quit my job what do you mean you can't you, you can you are incapable of writing a letter of resi resignation to your <laughs> boss is that physically impossible or and then, no. then other, no, 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 but I need to have a job, right? Do you need a job? Do you really need it? 
Can you physically not quit your job? Is that impossible to physically do that? Of course it's not. So it's something mentally that restricts you from quitting your job or well, at least that you believe that should refrain you, restrain you yeah. from quitting your job. Yeah, but uh, Rowan and, and probably everybody knows this, but we live in social environments. The smallest social environment, obviously, is your family, yep. partner, children, maybe. Brothers, sisters. Brothers, sisters. But 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 that's already ex expanded. So the very it's it's a very small your first, household. Yeah, your yeah, household. Your household. Um, and there, there's a lot of powers, interpersonal powers that almost. Um, determine your actions and it is very often very difficult to break free from these demanding connections you know yeah um and this is one but then you have friends then you have colleagues then you have uh, the place where you live um, then you have your broader family like your exactly. cousins uncles uh, grandparents perhaps your your parents, your... Sometimes your community or religion community where you... Your self-made family, so to say. You know, a lot yes. of some people have a, a very close family that's not related by blood, you know. Yeah, so, so one of the um, main... Um, you, know, you know we talked about Krishnamurti? Yes. The, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So, and, and, and one of the things he always says that it is very difficult to break free from your social limitations. So, you are determined, you are um, determined by how you are brought up, how you are connected to everything and everybody around you. Yeah. And then it is sometimes the case that you are doing activities which are not in line with your talent or your personality, but are in line with what is being um, uh, expected of you to so do yeah, yeah, exactly. in that social surroundings. And so a lot of the time to break free, of course, is means that you have to deal with a very often instant consequence. Uh, to that action, so distancing yourself from, say, for example, a friend because you want to start mm. doing what you want, or um, even more, uh, even less social. Well, a little, it's a little bit social, but for there's definitely a social aspect of, for example, again, quitting your job. Um, but a lot of these things have very direct consequences, uh, while the gain that you get in return is something that's way less, often way less... Um, uh, secure, yes. secure and certain, and it's often a little bit farther away in the future. So obviously, in all those cases, it's more tempting to just stay in the position where you are because obviously, otherwise, if you t if you make that step, if you make that move, you're gonna first experience the consequence before you have that gain that you actually do it for, which already feels uncomfortable to do. Yes. And that's obviously why people don't want to do it. The, yes. the first step is not the gain. The first step is the pain and then the gain. That's all. Yes. Maybe that's also what the saying yeah. kind of comes from. Yeah, and because we are pain avoiders, we 
hesitate. What if that gain doesn't come? What if it's just this pain and that I lost everything? Yeah, so Gerard, you are saying I need to follow my talent. I need to follow my, my inner purpose. But how am I going to make, for example, money from that? How am I going to not um, uh, disappoint people around me when I make different choices from the choices I made in the last two decades? For example, I always uh, the fun thing when people <laughs> say that al always when they say it, I always I don't always exactly say it that this way, but I always think it this way and I want to say it this way. But I always wonder to them, you tell me, why are you asking me? So if they say, like, how am I going to make money with this? Why are you asking me? Hmm. Why are you not? <laughs> why are you putting the responsibility of figuring that out on me? This is your thing. You wanted to do this, right? Go figure out how you make money with this. Hmm. Go, go learn. Hmm. It's like I'm not gonna give you the answers to how you're gonna do this, but if you want to do this, go find out these questions because they're good questions. But people hmm. always ask them rhetorically as if it's like, see, there is no answer. I can't do this. See, as like to to rhetorically ask for a confirmation of why it would not be possible. No, but this is, I think it's a very good remark and, and one of the reasons why we do the analysis beforehand, before discussing the issue. Gives you a little bit of things to hold on to, to, yeah. be, to refer back so, to. Okay, tell me, do you want to stay without energy? and keep doing these activities and keep being in this social environment? Or do you want to make choices connected to your talent and connected to your inner purpose and then contribute to society? Because we believe that when you contribute to society, wealth or money or anything like that will automatically come in the same flow in the same flow it doesn't mean that if you do stuff which is not connected to your own talent etc mm -hmm. that you can't make any money from that that's obviously bollocks that's not true yeah but if you want to and have enough energy and make money with your talent that is possible that is possible it needs a little bit well believe in yourself believe time uh, self-confidence self-esteem th there's a lot of things you can definitely delve deeper into when it comes to for example self-confidence like how do you gain the self-confidence confidence to do something like that and what does that entail like is it I think there's also a big misconception mm. on the part of self-confidence where people think that when you are self-confident that you think you are very good at something. Yeah. That that's not yes. what self-confidence is. Yeah. That's far from what self like I have moments where I'm super self-confident in, in the trade I do that doesn't mean that I think I'm the best in the world at it. Self-confidence is also in it comes in a lot of shapes and a lot of forms, but for example, self-confidence is also thinking that you can figure it out being confident that you can figure it out and that you have the belief that you in yourself yeah and the belief that you yes. can do it not that you can already do it but no. that you 
could that you could do it maybe now or in the future but that you have the the strength to get to where you want to go uh, so interesting observation because very often self-confidence is connected to your performance and you can be self-confident that you will be able to perform very well but that you're still in the learning stage or etc that's all but so these two are by definition not connected to each other yeah. but a lot of people think they are connected yeah so how can i be self-confident when i can't perform yet how can i be self-confident when i do not perform on a high level yet it's a, on that specific activity or specifically job this or happened whatever. to me um, uh, a couple of weeks ago um which is a very funny example. As I told you, we had a charity uh, I, I did for my personal yes. thing. I did a charity video. So cool activity. Um, we, uh, we collected a lot of kids for refugee children and we gave them those gifts. And it was for me the first time as a content creator making a bigger production. So we were going to make it in a vlog style. I was going to film my entire day starting from the moment I was laying in bed until the end of the day when we gave all the gifts and we did everything. And we also filmed the part where I was getting the gifts, a lot of stuff. But it was the first time that I was doing a production where I would have to think about a lot of different kinds of shots. For example, uh, thinking about how I transition shots. Where do I say like, okay, in the next shot, I'm going to be in the car. I'm going to be there mm -hmm. so that everything mm -hmm. becomes a story. Where do I create nice B-roll shots to make it like beautiful shots in between scenes and stuff? I never did that. Um, and normally, I think a lot of people would, in such a situation, and I used to do that back in, like, I think five years ago as well, when I did something for the first time, um, I would definitely, specifically on that moment, lack confidence, uh, which is normal because you know, you have the feeling that you're gonna mess some things up because it's the first time and you're not the, you can't be the best at something when you do it for the first time. Yes. So that's one of those situations where you would definitely think, how can you be confident in that moment? Because you, there is no way that you're the best in that moment. But in this case, during my recording day, I was relatively confident hmm. uh, when I think about it because one, I accepted the moment. So I accepted the fact that I wasn't the best and that I was probably gonna forget some shots, which in the, in, in the end wasn't too bad. But we did forget to, to clean the lens. So there was a smudge on a lot of the shots, which was... <laughs> something we learned about which was very sad because we lost a lot of shots because of that but i was still confident in the fact that i was going to learn mm. i accepted that there was going to be wrong shots uh wrong takes we're going to forget things and i was still confident that we were going to make something cool out of it i was open-minded into it was like we're going to learn a lot about this and i also realized the effect of it i told myself also like hey even if this is going to flop this video I'm going to learn so much from this and that the next video will be amazing mm. and I will have made so much progress. And that idea alone already gave me so much confidence. The fact that this was going to make me, so to say, level up. That alone, that thought gave me confidence that whatever was going to happen, we're going to make progress. We're going to learn things today. We're going to do it. In the end, it turned out to be a great video, even though it was the first time I had like... <laughs> I'm saying it's a great video. A lot of people will say it's a great video, I think. Uh, but inside, I'm obviously a, my biggest critic, my own. So I definitely saw a hundred things that I wanted to improve. 
But I'm happy with the results. If you want to, if, if anybody wants yeah, to see it, you can find it obviously on my YouTube channel tonight. Yeah. Um, uh, if if you were curious what video I'm talking about, uh, you can just find it if you type in Rowan Deckers on YouTube. It's probably live by the time that po this podcast is live too. But um, that's was a very convenient example for me. But I think I think it's a very good example where there can be at some time a well in well, sort of disconnection between self-confident and the outcome or the result of yes. something. And those two are and, not. And, uh, yeah. what, and what is the most important thing here to realize is that self-confidence has a fundament underneath, which is called belief in yourself, and believe in the talents you have and believe in the person you are and that is the that is the fundament that are the building that's that's the building block of everything that's built up on that fundament yeah, and again and that, it is not this is not even know? believing in in something you can do already but believing in yourself is also or believing in your skills can also be believing in your skill to learn skills that can also be believing in yourself yeah because just for people because i can understand if you're going mm. into a new trade of work for example that you you don't know the skills yet so how are you going to believe in your skills if you don't have that skill but oh. you you have the skill to learn a skill you can believe in that your ability to learn something you can believe in that there is no connection to performance if you look at the self so there is an accept acceptance of you yeah there is no connection to performance there is a connection to yourself to to who you are and there is a belief that you are a person who gives value to the world to the society that's the first thing it's a i don't i don't i don't know it's if a i believe i don't know if i fully agree to that because there obviously are people that feel like they are not adding value to the world so what it would is you say because to those there is that that fundament is not installed so that fundament the fundamental belief yeah, and that's why I say, like, for those people, it's not, not, it's not believing in the fact that you're already adding value, although that is true. But going a little bit deeper into what that value is, people often, and that's, I think, what I was getting at, people often think that adding value to the world um, is, um, is actually tied to performance in a way. They, they think that adding value to the world means actually physically doing something yeah we, which, we know which indeed yes. learning is also adding value definitely but it is much more an inside process yeah so it is a if you feel confident if you feel secure in yourself yeah you will have the power and the courage and guts to choose your activities connected to, um, to 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 what you are as a person to do in the real world, in the in in like jobs and as an entrepreneur, or if you want to do voluntary work, 
also cool. So um, when people lose energy, most of the time they lose energy because they, they've chosen, conscious or unconscious, for activities that are not connected to their core being, to yeah. their to what, to what gives them energy. Talent. Yeah. Yeah. Now, yes, and 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 therefore to to their inner talent, to their personality. Yeah. And the and the belief that everybody has his or her own unique talents. That is something that is. Um, a fundament in every program we do so we start yeah. off with that there is no good or bad personality there's no good or bad talent yeah. and in the end i think it's very much tied to i think one of the studies i believe jung also it was a study by jung who studied uh, that there are apparently i recently saw this article about that um around one third of the people which is an insane lot, which I think is, is directly tied to the higher percentage also of people that are um, that are not happy with what they do in life. But apparently about one third of the people uh, suffer from something like feel, uh, which is hmm. described as feeling disconnected from your purpose. Yes. And which translates into actually how they describe it as feeling as if they don't have a purpose. Yes, and, and and this requires, therefore, soul searching. Soul searching before you go in something such a simple, concrete answer. Gerard, can you help me with my energy because I'm always tired. Yeah. And if you if you really look into that question, you need to do your soul searching first. It's so important. I mean, just imagine how far things have sh have 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 come if you came to the belief that you have no purpose things really have gone far if you get to that point mm. where you believe that you have no purpose yeah but we need to really really need to make a whole hour on that <laughs> because the reason why people are not feeling their inner purpose is almost always connected to stuff happened in the past. Stuff that happened in the past, but also to keep it in this subject, I also think it can definitely be part of a result of doing not doing the things that resonate with your core for far too long. Yeah. If you do it for very long, you obviously become kind of a slave to, uh, to other things in the world that don't yes. resonate with you because you're literally doing things that resonate with others, but you're just, you're just, facilitating because you're not working for yourself mm. you're working for something else because you're definitely not working to your own core so what are you working towards exactly so exactly. you're literally only you're only working towards other other uh, things in the world um which is a lot <laughs> creates the logical effect of at some point feeling that you don't have a purpose anymore yes and so being challenged yeah but it's there being being challenged on a tail wiggling list yeah start um, with that even even before you're old <laughs> like uh, children they also need to do that you, so because when when you're getting further into your life and getting older 
structures are taking over. School, your day to day, yeah, your the choices and yeah, what kind routine. of education to do, your routine, your friends and family, etc. We come back again uh, to the social environments. So, so you're being like guided or maybe even pushed into the, a direction which you just go with the flow and you don't realize that you're being like guided not by bad will or something no that's just how just, things go just how things go and then you find yourself at one time you find yourself in a place which is not connected to your own purpose to your own talent you find no. yourself and then you say oh well one of the effects is that i don't have any energy anymore because i do a lot of stuff all day at the end of the day i'm bushed i'm like tired always yeah so, so and then you need to do take a step back the conclusion is the yeah. the, the exercise that we're going to give you guys if you're listening and you want to start working on this um, we know we already gave this exercise before in the first episode, but we're going to ask you again to do it with the insight that you got from this exercise. Yes. Um, and also, I think we explained it a little bit different in the first episode. So really try to do it the way that we explained it this episode with uh, four columns. Four columns. Um, uh, make your tail wiggle list, review it for yourself, and think about, obviously, what you can change in there, um, and start that soul search. That soul search is incredibly important. And especially if you're listening to this now and on top of that tiredness, you also feel a little bit like you lost your purpose. <laughs> because again, that is, a, that is, if you feel like that, that's, things have definitely gotten too far. Because everyone has a purpose. Every yeah, single exactly. one has, a, if you're listening to this and you feel like you don't, you do, everybody has a purpose. Yeah, so start soul searching, yes. start finding out about yourself, about what drives you, about what you add, what value you can create for yourself and for the world. And uh, start with this simple exercise. And this is um, not in this way intended, but this is the fundament of the Unlimited Potential program. Definitely. This is the reason why we developed the Unlimited Potential program, for people to find their... <coughs> unlimited potential. potential because that way you are going to find what makes you happy exactly. you're going to find the perfect way for you to spend your life your days the, 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 the your days you have on this this earth exactly. the best way that you can that fits you because everybody's different so and, um, so please do the exercise yeah, leave make, it in the make the four columns activities yeah. energy accumulation yes or no energy Drain, yes or no, and does it fit, it, your, does yeah. it fit your psychological need? And in the comments, I will put in a link to do the short scan. Yeah, we'll put a link link in the in the description the in the description, not in the comments, yes. uh, in a, where you can do the short scan and you can find out about uh, uh, about your uh, your social style and about your psychological need. Um, so quickly check that if you want to do this exercise and um, I will not say send us the results in the comments because you cannot send such a big list in the comment probably but if you want to send it in any form like a picture of when you write it down or if you have it in a document to document you can always send it to us through email yes. to uh, to uh, support uh, support support the mental support, support support at unlimited potential yes. Yeah, you can send it there. So thank you all for listening. Hopefully we'll see you back again in two weeks when we have a new episode. If you have any suggestions or 
um, maybe someone you would think would be cool to have on the podcast here to talk to, uh, feel free to let us know in any form. And uh, then there's only one thing for us to say. Dare to dream. Dare to dream. <laughs>